Welcome to Grown and Sexy Sisters Talk. This is real conversation for real women about real life. I'm your host, Nisi Gale, and I'm a personal development coach, women's empowerment specialist, and your number one fierce sister. This is episode number nine and the fifth episode in the Get Your Mind Right series. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with my good friend, Rachel, who is the owner of Gaia Zen Yoga. Rachel is based out of the DMV area and is going to talk to us about the benefits of implementing meditation, mindfulness, and yoga into our daily routines. In today's hectic society, it is so important that we take the time to get our minds and our bodies as healthy as possible. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this fifth episode in the Get Your Mind Right series. Much love, be blessed, and stay grown and sexy, sisters. We'll speak soon. Hello again, ladies, and welcome to Grown and Sexy Sisters Talk. We're back. I took a little break. It's the holidays. You know, we all got a lot of stuff going on, but I'm back. And today, I have my dear, dear friend, Rachel Eccles, with me, and she is the owner of Gaia's in Yoga. Um, she's based out of the DMV area, and she and I were having this great conversation about meditation and mindfulness and yoga yesterday. So I thought, what better thing to do than to bring this to the ladies and have them be a part of the conversation? So welcome, Rachel. Well, welcome. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> and so we will, now we did do a yoga podcast a while back. And so if you guys were listening, we already told you what namaste means. All right. So I need you to get up on it, get your namaste and, and, and be ready. So when we namaste, you got namaste back. <laughs> so Rachel, when Rachel first logged in, if you guys don't know, I do a video portion that I put on YouTube and I also do uh, the audio portion. And so for those of you who are listening via audio, make sure you look at the YouTube video because we give you sights and sounds. Right now, I'm giving you Bahamas in the background. <laughs> Eat a little, you know, swings and a little hammock in the back because I'm wishing I was in the Bahamas, right? My girlfriend, Rachel, she, she loves to travel. So I thought I would give her something inspirational to look at in the background. <laughs> but I was surprised because she gave me something cool to look at in the background. So tell us what you got going on in the background, girl. So this is my meditation corner. Um, I, I come here every morning, and whenever I need to meditate, I have my little handy-dandy meditation cushion oh. that I sit on. Um, and I'll just move the, the computer over closer. But I have my journal Yeah, right here. What does so that I'm, say? Um, stay true to yourself. People respond to authenticity. And it's by Barbara Streisand. I love it. I have just a little bowl that I got from one of my, I think I got it from B B Bailey's and it just has like little teeny quotes from the tea, um, yoga tea. And I just look at them as affirmations. I have my Buddha candle holder. When I'm ready to meditate, I light my candles and my incense, um, a pink salt lamp, all some seashells that I collect when I go away. And this is just a little simple, um, Thing that helps me to be, stay focused some pictures and then i have my prayer beads all over here I, so this is my corner. I love your corner i need a corner so i'm gonna make myself a corner and really i think i probably need three or four corners <laughs> and that's fine <laughs> <laughs> i need five zen corners in the house <laughs> but this is my zen corner in my bedroom and i love I that <laughs> yep. it looks so peaceful I, I need that in my life so i'm glad this is this is why we do the video portion so we can see what's going on with the other person i love that thank you thank that's you. amazing so tell us about your yoga journey and what um inspired you to start practicing yoga so i've been practicing yoga for 11 years now i've been teaching for five four to five years um, and my yoga journey came about being very stressful. Working in New York, I was stressed out, having health issues. And my doctor said, maybe everything came back normal. Maybe you should take a class. So I was like, okay. She's like, maybe a yoga class, a meditation class. So I was like, all right. Mm -hmm. So I went to the Y on 46th Street, 47th Street, Vanderbilt Y. And it was like, it was already predisposed in my body. And I started this class and I was just like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. It freed up so much mm -hmm. of stress, of the anxiety, of the 
just the, the tempo of the city, it just completely released it and slowed it down to my speed, what I needed in my life at that moment. Yeah. So. That's awesome. And I didn't probably mention, well, we've been friends for a very long time, which yeah. I think I would be telling our age if I say <laughs> how many years. So let's just say a long time. But uh, Rachel is the one who introduced me to yoga. And it's amazing. And, and I love it so much. And this is the reason why I thought it was good to do not one, but two different recordings to talk about the health benefits of yoga, because, you know, with Grown and Sexy Sisters Talk, you know, what I try to do is really bring things to the ladies that I didn't know a lot about mm -hmm. and things that I was, you know, kind of shied away from and didn't know about. But then you brought me in and it completely changed my world. Wow. Well, thank you. No, really, because, you know, we, we've talked about on the podcast before that I suffer from depression and anxiety and so when I came to you and was like girl show me this yoga stuff you know <laughs> what is this yoga stuff you've been talking about come on let's do it you know but I didn't know what to expect going into it and so that you brought me in and you you taught me what it was about it it really opened up a new world of possibility to me so that's why I wanted to bring it to the ladies, because a lot of the ladies that I've been in contact with want to learn more about self-care in general. Mm -hmm. And so yoga has so many overarching broad benefits that I thought, let's get on here and talk about it one more time so we can go a little bit deeper into it. Okay. That's, that sounds good because we, we as women need that. We need a outlet to release and, um, shopping, food, drugs, yeah. sex is some of our vices yep. that are destroying us. But if we can find something that can help us grow as women, as individuals, it's so much more, it's, it's better for us. It's more yeah. healthy for us. So. Right. And we know, and I got my, I got my, my um, stats because y'all know I like to bring stats and facts. But I don't have the stats and facts about our health, but we talked about this before about black women in general, uh, specifically we uh, heart disease, uh, hypertension, diabetes, we have all of these things. So this is why we are bringing this to you guys one more time in hopes that you will take another look at this and listen and, and be ready to really try something different that has been proven to have lots and lots of benefits. So Tell us about your business, Sky is in. What inspired you to start the business and who specifically are you trying to reach through your work? So Gaia Zen, I started out of a passion for yoga. Um, mm -hmm. So I came up with the, the word Gaia Zen from when I was in Belize. We stayed at a really beautiful, tranquil resort in the in kind of like the rainforest. And wow. it was called Gaia. Um, it was just Gaia. Gaia Resort. And so I asked the guy, I said, well, what does Gaia mean? And he said, oh, it means Mother Earth. And I was like, Mother Earth? Well, that's, pretty, that's pretty dope. And then as I, on my way back, I was just thinking certain situations in my life occurred and I was like, okay, so now what I'm going to do? And the person I was seeing at the time said, why don't you do yoga? So I, or teach yoga. And so I got my certification and I was like, well, now I want to start teaching it. And that name Gaia kept on popping up wherever I went. And I was just like, like hmm. So I wrote on a little uh, chalkboard, Gaia Zen. And so Gaia, mother, mother, Zen is peace. So mother of peace is how I merged those two together. So, like so, when I, so when I put it together and made that as my business, I want to bring peace to people that I come in contact with through yoga because it, it will bring you peace it will bring you freedom it will give you liberation as opposed to harboring all of those all that anger and anxiety and hurt mm -hmm. and pain that we are constantly carrying around mm -hmm. like a we can start to shed that with the poses and with just meditation and just like being in our being present and not being so quick it to, mm -hmm. to react we can be calm take a deep breath close your eyes and like readjust 
readjust yourself in any situation you can you're in and you can come back out and be like okay now let me handle this as opposed to right off the back we go off you know yeah. So, yeah. so that's what Gaia Zen is all about Gaia Zen yoga um I want to really bring that yoga aspect just to not only women but to children to people that have like real hard uh post-traumatic stress syndrome Mm-hmm. Uh, soldiers, even men that have that has been incarcerated, you know, right. because we all have these. We're all carrying around so much damaged goods, and we don't know how to release it, or we don't know how to get. We don't know how to to be, because we've been conditioned to just don't think about it, or you could be angry and just be angry. You don't have to be yeah. angry. Right. You don't have to be angry. You can release that anger. So. Right, and I and I think that maybe we're gonna ship you down to sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue, so you can talk to number forty five, and maybe you can teach him how to calm his behind down. But okay, we, th- I'm sorry, I took a little left turn right there because I said, oh, we don't have to be angry because that's what we see on TV. Yeah, yeah. we and see you, and I, right, right. You can see it, you can feel it in the atmosphere. Like it's so much. It's crazy, and, and people just feel like they have the. They're entitled to. I'm going to stand in front of you and not say, excuse me. And, and, and you want to be quick to be like, what, what, what's your problem? <laughs> I don't know what's going on with this person. And I'm not going to have that person's energy affect my energy. So I'm just going to keep it moving. Just ignore that and just keep on flowing. Yeah. Say a little prayer for them and let it go. I love that. I love that. Don't give me goosebumps. I love that. And I'm going to tell you why I love that. And this is, you know, people who've been listening to me or following me, I talk about, and even on my, um, my blog, I have the, the blog post, it's okay to not be okay. And I talk about how, when I realized that I was on a bad, bad road, you know, mm-hmm. it was like, I was spinning out of control, like a little tornado, like mm-hmm. always angry and mad and making bad choices and popping off on, girl, I was even popping off on the dog. <laughs> what did the dog do? You know what I'm saying? Like he like, wait a minute, what did I do? <laughs> so right. I'm like, okay, hold on a second. Something is wrong here. This is not how I'm supposed to be living. And so I need to go somewhere and talk to somebody to help me unpack this number one, which was psychologists and mental health and dealing with that part, but also in going to um, a psychologist, I don't know, a lot of people may not have exposure to it. So one of the things they do is cognitive behavioral therapy. And, mm-hmm. and part of that is learning how to recognize your thoughts, how to change them, how to make them positive, and how to just respond differently. Right. And that's exactly what you're talking about. It really is. And I think the whole psychology, sociology, attitudes all intertwine together and when we can understand who we are and what we are all about and how we can change those those predisposed ideas Mm -hmm. we can we can we can further we can grow we can grow as a person and 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 in yoga therapy can help you. I mean, I, I, I go to a counselor every Monday faithfully because I, I need it. I need to be like, okay, what do you think about this? And she'll be like, no, Rachel. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Sounds like my doctor. She'd be like, what the hell were you thinking? I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's cool because one of the things that we're going to get back to the questions, but sometimes we go off on a tangent, but you know, I just let the spirit lead me to wherever I need to go with these conversations. And I know you too, but you know, sometimes not even sometimes, but in our community, we don't have exposure to that. You know, there's still that huge stigma that exists about getting ourselves and spiritually centered. And then of course we, we think spiritually in the black community, it's all about church. However, there's more to that. There's more levels to that Mm -hmm. and learning who you are, learning what your triggers are, learning how to get still learning, you know, matter of fact, something that was like a mind blower to me was I don't have to think that thought. No, no girl. Wait, can they see my face? (laughs) What What do you mean? I don't have to think that thought. No, No. surely every thought that comes in my mind, I got to follow through on that. 
But nobody teaches us that. No, of, of course. Why would, why would you want to know that? Because why? this is the reason, but this is the reason why things are the way they are, because we have so many people that are angry, that are stressed, and, and all the things that you said, no. and then popping off is just an, an automatic, you know, yeah. but nobody ever taught them from a child. You don't have to think that thought. You can stop thinking that thought, and you can think something different, and it can truly change the trajectory of wow. your life. It's yeah, amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is deep. That's why I said, let's get on this podcast and let's talk about this. Absolutely. It is, it is, there's a, I listened to this, um, this, because when you are, when you're in this um, environment, you're constantly learning, you're constantly enriching yourself. So I listened to this, um, this young lady and she was saying how you can, when you start to, when you start to have those negative thoughts, you can say, you know what? In your head, I'm not thinking that. I'm going to start thinking about the roses that I picked this morning mm -hmm. at the market, right? right? As opposed to, I don't want to talk to you right now because you are a jerk. You're being mm -hmm. a jerk. You don't have to, you can say, well, freeze, pause right there. You know, those roses are, and it's not being a symbol, right? With two different personalities. It's just retraining your thoughts to, you know what? I'm not going to get in a fight right now. I don't want, I don't. I'm not going to have to subject myself to that. So right. I'm going to readjust and go the opposite way. I love and it. It, it changes the, the whole attitude or the whole tension in the room. Mm -hmm. And it's not that you're avoiding the issue. You just are saying, you know what, at this moment, let's just calm down, regroup, and then come back and talk about it in a, in a, later, in a later setting where it's not, first of all, it's not a whole bunch of people. Secondly, it's just you, you and that person and you're, you're much calmer and there's no emotions in it. Mm -hmm. So you can, you can redirect those, those angry thoughts or those sneaky thoughts or those hmm, lies or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. So. I love it. Okay. Amazing. So back to the question. So there's been a lot of talk and controversy over the mindfulness meditation and if the practice is really helpful to us. So talk to us about what exactly is meditation and how can one begin to practice stillness? So what is meditation? So meditation is basically sitting down or you could be in a car, you could be standing up, but it's literally closing your mind of all the chaos that's going on, all the thousands of thoughts and, and, and sounds and all of those things that are going on, you can say, you know what, I'm only going to, I'm only going to look a, close my eyes and look at the, the light that's shining right in my forehead. And you focus on that and all of those other things that are just scatterbrain start to just eliminate, right? They start to float out. And so it's to bring you back to your true self, your true, the essence of who you are, as opposed to, I got to put on makeup to say that I'm Rachel, or I got to put on this, these expensive shoes. It's, it, and it's not a matter of changing who you are in your, in, in your um, appearance. It's bringing who you truly are inside as a person, as a, am I really a doctor or did my parents tell me I was a doctor? Tell me to be a doctor. Right. I, there, we all have purposes. We all have a, God gave us a plan on this earth, right? right? Mm -hmm. And so with meditation, it's just bringing you back to your source. It's having you sit in and talk one-on-one -on -one with that source, whomever, it, whoever you believe in, God, Jehovah, it's having you have that deep conversation with that person, helping, letting, they are helping you, helping to guide you to, through whatever circumstances situations you are in and and encouraging you and and guiding you if there isn't any circumstances or situations but helping to guide you in a, in a better path or an enlightened path um why did i why what was the second question or did i answer how oh oh how can one begin to practice stillness because we talk about mindfulness and stillness and i'm i'm taking a positive psychology course right now and we're and we're learning mindfulness in and that is being aware of the present, not of the future, not of the past, but being present. And so how can one begin meditating or, or mindfulness and stillness? So 
for, for starters, I would say just wherever you are, you could be at your desk at work. You could be on the bus, you can be in your car, you can be um, sitting on a park bench, but you just want to literally just sit down, <clears throat> close your eyes, shoulders down your back. If you're in a car, if you're at a stoplight, if you're not, if you're driving, you can't be. <laughs> You don't want to get still while we driving, okay? <laughs> but you want to—you literally just want to shut all the sounds out. And for for me, sitting for when I first started, I got a candle. I went into a room, and I lit that candle, and I just quiet music, or I don't even think I had music on at that time, and I just stirred at that light. And you, it's almost like you're homing in on one specific thing. Mm -hmm. And once you start to hone in on that one specific thing, all that extra stuff that's all around you literally just floats away. And you're, and, and you're like, wait, hold up. Was I, was I just, was I here? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, you were here. You just in that deep, deep and you're going to get like little thoughts that pop in and out while you're trying to focus right and you just let them float in and let them float out it's okay right. because you're eventually you're going to train your you're going to train your mind mm -hmm. to constantly just go inwards into mm -hmm. that thought it could be a thought about i want to bring peace to my house or i want to bring peace to the universe and you just think of certain things that you as a person can do to make peace in your home or make peace with your neighbor or in the world general. And so that's how you, you, you still yourself. You just sit down and focus, focus on one thing. Mm -hmm. I like it. And I know some of the, um, in my class, when we start out, we do a little mindfulness thing and it, and some people do it where you focus on the breathing and, you know, in certain things like that, the in and out of the breathing. And, and the thing that you mentioned about the, the thoughts, okay, when you first start out, because when I first started out, um, of course the thoughts would come and then I'll be like, I can't do this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> However, the more that you practice it, you know, and you don't have to do it for 30 minutes off the bat, but you can do five or 10 or whatever you um, are able to do. And then as you get more skilled at it, then you can sit for longer. But I noticed when we did it the other day in my class that because I've done it before and I've practiced this before and I've practiced it in with yoga and, and things like that, that when the, the thoughts were coming, but they were, they weren't coming as fast and furiously mm -hmm. as they used mm -hmm. to before. Mm -hmm. And, and when they do come in, um, you know, I'm, Oh, I, you know, I'm thinking, okay, uh, I gotta go to the grocery store when I get done with it, you know, but right. then I said to myself, oops, I'm not supposed to be thinking about the right. grocery store. Let me focus on my breathing again. So the more that you do it, the more that you are better at it. So I say all that to say, ladies, if you start this with us, don't get all frustrated because you're thinking about everything else in the world. The first time you sit down to try, you just have to keep at it. You have to. It's, it's, it's a learned process. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's not going to come overnight. Mm -hmm. you literally have to practice yeah. and it's gonna you're gonna have all these <clears throat> excuse me you're gonna have we call it monkey brain because it's <laughs> you're literally like all over the place they're Little jumping all, the thoughts <laughs> are all over the place right, right? of course yeah <laughs> but yeah. once you say i don't want to think about that i want to think about this deep breath in and listening to the deep breath out or i'm looking at <laughs> the the chakra the the orange chakra that's in my throat the color i'm looking at that color while my eyes are closed and i'm only going to focus on that and this thought over here about going to the market i'm just going to let that float in and i'm not even going to really pay a lot of attention to it i'm just going to let it float out and then i'm just going to continue to focus on this yellow <clears throat> excuse me this yellow this yellow ball and another thought will pop in and you just go right back to that yellow ball but that's how <clears throat> excuse me, that's how you start to train yourself. And even while you're in the market, in the line, if you are like, oh my God, this line is so long and it's driving me crazy. You can, you can do a quick meditation right then and there. Mm -hmm. You can be like, 
I, I'm in peace with myself right now, or I love the world, or I'm happy that I can be present. And you could just say that over and over again with your eyes open, with your hand on the, on the cart and just be like, and that's a form of meditation as well. It's just being present, just coming into this space and not allowing circumstances to rev you up or bring you down. You just want to be not necessarily, you want to be peaceful. You want to be at a peaceful state because mm-hmm. the world is already filled with chaos and, mm-hmm. and strife, right? right? So you don't want to bring that in your house and you don't, you, you don't want to bring it in you. You want to bring just this ball of peacefulness wherever you are. So. Mm-hmm. And I like that. And that segues into the next part because I like that you said you don't want to bring it inside of you because there's health mm-hmm. uh, consequences for bringing all this chaos inside mm-hmm. of your body. Oh, yeah. So that's another reason why we're talking about it. So now it's time for me to insert my facts. I love bringing my facts, okay? <laughs> so the next question is, what are the benefits of meditation? And I have some benefits, and you can just kind of elaborate on them, okay? Okay. So the health benefits, and, and this, is, this came from an article, a blog that I read on psychology today. So this is scientific. This is not Gail just making this up because Gail just feels like talking on the podcast. (laughs) So um, health benefits. Number one, calms and centers the nervous system. Yes. Number two, sharpens attention and concentration. Mm -hmm. Number three, it's been proven to decrease inflammation in the body. Oh, yeah. Okay. Reduce muscle tension and strain. Yes. Increase body awareness. Mm-hmm. obviously relieving stress that's like a big one right it helps with anxiety mm-hmm. it helps improve decision making skills it helps you improve compassion and you're more compassionate with your fellow man woman right. whatever right. and it helps improve your overall life satisfaction so these are things that i found on psychology today and this is scientific that is and that's all of those are true um for one, we hold, for women, <clears throat> we hold all of our tension in our shoulders and in our guts. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So when you sit down and you roll your shoulders back, you're releasing, you're opening up all of this, this muck, mm-hmm. muckety muck that you have built up <laughs> in your shoulders, right? Mm-hmm. And, and with your breathing, you start to release that tension in your belly. And so it's, it's, it's helping to bring all of that nastiness that we've we've been holding on for so yeah. long but when you start to meditate and and people are like well maybe i have adhd and i can't focus you can you can have adhd and still focus it's it's literally just rewiring your brain rethinking redoing and once we start to rewire you can you can focus you can focus on that looking up and at that one cloud or that one bird in a tree and just, Oh, that was a form of meditation. Yes. That was a form of meditation and let those thoughts come in and come out. But all of those statistics are true. You will feel so it's like you just, you had this heavy book bag on your back. That's been weighing you down. And when you start to meditate, you walk out like, Oh, that felt so good. Mm -hmm. And it's not, it's not being disillusional or, well, you're like that for a day or two. If you continue to practice, <clears throat> it literally starts to shift your 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 thoughts in your mm-hmm. body, how you feel about your body and how you feel about other humans, right? right. You don't mm-hmm. feel like, ugh, I don't like you because of X, Y, and Z. You're like, you know what? I don't know your situation and I don't, I don't know why you're angry, but I'm not going to hold that anger against you anymore. I'm yeah. going to, I'm just going to have to have empathy for you because mm-hmm. I don't know what your situation is, but all I can do is love you, love you from a distance and give you positive, like, Hey, um, um, affirmations, but you, you can't, you can't, um, you can't ha- you have, it's almost like a shield. You have to keep that out of you and, and you and meditation will help. Meditation will be your little, your little force shield. <laughs> I like it. Put a little bubble and, and give right. you a little bubble around. 
<laughs> we need it. Listen, we need it, okay? Because life is stress. There's a lot going on right now. Yes. I've been speaking to the ladies in the Grown and Sexy Sisters group and, and the women that I coach because, you know, I do the coaching too, right? And it's, it's a similar thing. Like, everybody is so completely stressed out right now. And there's so much stuff going on. You know, we have these jobs and we have the children and we have all these responsibilities in the home. And, wow, it's overwhelming. And you know, you have the holidays. So the holidays are already, people are on anxiety. Oh, my gosh. Times 10. And you're oh, like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. I can't go into the store because you guys are like really draining me right now. Cause it's just like, everybody's so antsy. Yeah. You're like, yeah, okay, calm down. yeah. but we don't, and the good news is we don't have to be that way, but there has to be people like you and I to sit here and tell people you don't have to be that way. No. Because don't get me started on that whole thing with the holidays and the Christmas season, because this is, this is, economics at its best and, and you only have and 10 more days left companies and, and right advertising and companies are getting rich <laughs> off of the amount of stress that they're piling on us you know making us think that we have to do this and we gotta buy that and it's it's crazy it's causing people to be depressed and anxiety and stuff but that's a whole nother we're gonna have to do another podcast just on that yeah i agree <laughs> look change the channel i talked to my doctor today and um and i said to her i said you know um doctor i can't say her name but i said you know you'll be proud of me because after two and a half almost three years i've learned how to change the channel and she said you what do you mean i'm like i've learned how to change the channel on the thoughts and the things that have made me sad in the past like my children are grown now. Christmas is not the same. I don't get to go buy these yeah. big toys and presents. Mm -hmm. And that can make some people sad this time of the year. Mm -hmm. the traditions are changed. Things are different. And you know what? I've learned to change the channel. I don't like what I'm looking at on that channel. That's right. I don't like that channel. The channel that me being sad, me being woe is me. I can change the channel. Mm -hmm. So now I'm like, doop, doop, let me put on a different channel. And on that channel... I can create new traditions. I can do different things for Christmas. I don't have to feel that stress. So that's about changing the channel. But you won't know how to change the channel until you learn these techniques that we're mm -hmm. talking about. Absolutely. You yeah. have to get this basic stuff and learn how to center and be mindful in yoga. And then you can learn to change the channel. Because that's why I'm sitting here stress-free at Christmas. Because I right. changed the channel. I'm like, look, I ain't buying y'all no hope. But hey, I love y'all. Right. I ain't buying y'all no whole bunch of gifts because I don't. And it's, and it's not even about <laughs> the presents at Christmas. Time. Right. It's about family and, mm -hmm. and being together. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not about how many. Well, I got I got you five thousand gifts to this Christmas. But it used to be that way. It used yeah. to be that way for me, and it was very stressful. It's very stressful. Look how much debt we rack up right. at Christmas time, and right. then in January, February, March, we try and pay it off. Right. Lord. Okay, that's a different conversation. So <laughs> we talked about oh so we, we talked about where we can do it. We can do it pretty much anywhere and how long. So um what are some of the ways the yoga excuse me, what are some of the ways this practice along with yoga can help improve our mental health? Oh mm. it can improve your mental health to the tenth degree. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know. And for me, yoga was my saving grace when I was working, being stressed out. Mm -hmm. Because you come to yoga, you meditate, and you set an intention. An intention is a thought. It could be a word. It could be a phrase. It could be something that you are, you're, 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 you're asking the universe for. Mm -hmm. um, so you use that in your practice. And so after you do your meditation, your whole flow, your whole yoga flow is a um, contribution to that thought that you've had. So when you're in that pose and you're like, oh my God, this, why do I have to stand here in warrior one for five more breaths? It's helping you to say, nope, I'm not going to think about how long I'm going to be standing in this pose. I'm thinking about my intention, how I can make this attention whatever the word peace how can i bring this peace into my body right now when i know i'm in in anguish and you go oh peace breathe breathe that peace in and out in those parts of your body that you are struggling with right mm -hmm. and then once the practice is over you're like 
oh, I do feel relieved. And I do feel a little less cloudy in my head. Mm-hmm. And I feel my posture is a little better because I don't feel slumped over with all the weight on the world on my shoulders. I've kind of pushed this shoulder free and I'm working on this shoulder. So it's it just aligns the whole mind, mm-hmm. body together. And when you practice it on a daily base or a weekly base, it, it's almost like a sponge. You have this big, huge sponge that's filled with water. And when yeah. you start to squeeze the water out, mm-hmm. it, you become lighter. Mm. And that's what meditation and yoga is. That's how it goes hand in hand. That's so deep. I love hearing you talk about it. I do. It just gives me chills. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. When I think of light and joy and it's so funny because the other day I I got this book and it was from the Dalai Lama and um, Bishop Desmond Tutu over in South, I think it's in South Africa, right? They they wrote this book called the light or joy or something about joy. The book of of joy. The book of joy. Right. And the crazy thing is when I saw that book with the Dalai Lama and Bishop (laughs) and, and the book of joy, I said, Oh, Rachel, I thought Rachel is so crazy because she just exudes happiness and joy. And it's, it's not to say, you know, your life is, is just as challenging as anyone else's. However, you have used these techniques and you, you exude this peace and this confidence and this joy and this happiness. And being around you is amazing because, I mean, you automatically feel that way. And so this is what we have to, number one, we have to go out and learn these things for ourselves, but we have to surround ourselves with people Mm -hmm. who give us that feeling, you know, because you don't want to continuously surround yourself with people who always negative, always aching, body aching, always sick, Mm -hmm. always got something going on because that stuff can rub off. That's that negative energy can really rub off on you. And so you want to surround yourself with people who have that positive light and energy and make you want it because dealing with you and learning yoga, you made me want to learn more about that. Cause I wanted to feel that way too. I'm like, man, how can I get that happy? She's always so daggone happy. How can I? (laughs) She always got a cute little chuckle. How can I get the cute little chuckle? (laughs) Girl, you know I'm a little mad. Okay. So, now let's talk about because we got about man, a little, little bit like 10 minutes or something like okay okay sweet so let's talk about our sisters and the stigma that's around this okay because mm-hmm. in my experience women of color shy away from yoga because of the images we see right we just talked about the images we see around christmas and shopping and the commercial aspect of that but the images we see when we see people doing yoga it's always going to be some person who is super thin, mm-hmm. super, probably not a sister or a woman of color. Mm-hmm. They're going to be, they're going to be doing some contortionist pose, something that looks like, girl, there's no way I can get my head up here. And they standing on their head. They doing all of this stuff, right? which it, that's not good. Right. Because now people are like, well, that's not for me. I can't do that. And I don't see people like me doing it. So is this something that the average woman can do? And, and, and talk to me about, talk to me about that. So the average woman and the average African-American woman can do it. It's, it's not about being in the most advanced poses in yoga. It's mm-hmm. not about that. It's about being in the practice. It's about being in the moment. Right. Like when you're in that warrior one pose and you're like, ah, why, why am I hungry? You're not the, you're, you're, you're supposed to be breathing. You're focusing on your breath, not food, not shopping, not what date you're going to go on tonight. Right. It's about being in the moment, being present. Right. And mm-hmm. I think the misconcept of yoga is, so we have, it's a twofold. You have um, these really beautiful, white, skinny yoginis that are walking around and doing all of these advanced poses right Mm -hmm. and that's that's the imaging of yoga and -hmm. then you have a few sisters that have been in the spotlight and one is very pretty and thin and then you have a, a bigger woman that's that's also very good at doing poses mm-hmm. and so you have this so you have this like juxtaposition you have this really pretty african-american woman who's 
got tons of podcasts, have tons mm-hmm. of, um, she's wrote some books and does did some videos. And then you have this other one that's doing um, commercials for like Gaia, Gaia um, Yoga and um, like, uh, I want to say it was Kellogg's or something, some commercial I saw on, on TV. Mm-hmm. And so you have, you have this, well, where do I fit in? Right. I mean, I'm not as pretty as her and I'm not as big as her. So where do I fit in? Right. And so there's not, there's a misrepresentation of, okay, well, I'm not like her and I'm like, like that, but where do I go? And you go to these studios and half the majority of the studios, oh, you're just that one little black girl in the room. <laughs> yeah. Right. So there's two yeah. of us. Yeah. And, and so they're looking at you like, what, what you doing here? <laughs> trying to get my zen, honey. I'm I'm here to get my zen, just like you're here to get your zen. So you just and so Girl. there's there's really not a lot of us going out and trying to find studios, or you find a studio and you feel like, uh, this is awkward. And so you're like, oh, no, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Or you go to the gym and the gym has a, a yoga class and you're like, oh, okay. But it's not the same ambiance or the same vibe as a studio. And so you're like, okay, so now where do I go? And so for me, I feel as though I want to create an environment where women of color can come to a location and mm-hmm. feel comfortable, regardless if they can do a, a pose that's advanced or a beginner's. It's not about the pose. It's about understanding your body and loving your body. And we have such low self-esteem when it comes to our bodies. Right. And, oh, I'm fat. Oh, I got this. And, <laughs> oh, I, I don't have this kind of hair. And it's, I want to remove that. I want you to love yourself, whether you're size two or size 22. Just love who you are. God made you special. So you should be happy. You should be like, I'm happy. I'm good at size 22 and I'm healthy. Eating healthy, meaning not having a bag of chips every hour of the day, but mm-hmm. but being mindful of what you're eating and what you're drinking and yeah. how you're moving and exercising and and all of that you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. I think we need we as a community need to come together and say okay that might not be for me but let me branch out and try it let me just try it and see if I like it and Mm -hmm. if I don't like it okay I can say I didn't I didn't like yoga but unless you try it you'll never know if there's a if there are any benefits to you and there are tons of benefits right right absolutely absolutely I love that so really quickly, I know I've heard some concerns about people saying that they heard that it was a religion and it's yeah. Satan and all these other things that I've heard. And I just want you to dispel that myth real quick. So when I told my mom I was becoming a yoga, a yoga instructor, she was like, is that, is, isn't that some kind of cult? I mean, doesn't it have something to do with and I said, no, it doesn't. It mm-hmm. has nothing to do with the cult. Yeah. So yoga is based out of India. It is um, a guy who was Buddhist, created the foundation for yoga, the breathing, the what you do to others will come back to you. All of these f- philosophical and theories that he set down thousands of years ago and it's basically it's all about humanity it's all about living together as one right and whoever whomever you believe in it could be god it could be jehovah it could be your dog whomever you believe in is who you're going to practice for and not practice for but practice towards higher enlightenment towards that you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to do with, oh, well, we got to sit down and go, oh, I'm going to do some, what is OM? OM is the same, the same sound as Amen. It's the exact same sound. It's just a different word. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. And so the, 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 the disbelief of yoga is this and yoga is that, it's not. It's about the body and the movement and being one with yourself, but also 
embracing society, embracing humanity, embracing love for one another, as opposed to all this other chaos that's going on. So it's, it has nothing to do with, oh, well, you got to be a a vegetarian, you got to be a vegan, you can't do this. Those are your choices. Mm -hmm. If you want to be a vegan, by Mm -hmm. all means, be a vegan. Yeah, the practice does say, don't eat this and don't do that. But this is your vessel, right? So if you want to be a, ve- a vegetarian, if you want to be a vegan, if you want to eat meat, nothing is stopping you. There's no yeah. rules to say, nope, you're, eat- you're a beef eater. You can't, be a- you can't practice yoga. No. Right. It- it's not about that. It's about who you are as an individual and how you can become lighter and enlightened with God's light towards others. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's a wonderful explanation. So you have a beginner's workshop coming up and you will be having a question and answer session and a flow. So tell us a little bit more about that and, and, and what, um, I think we're going to do it sometime in January, but tell, tell the women about that and how they can participate. So we're going to do a three hour, three to four hour workshop. Mm -hmm. And basically it's going to be, the first part is going to be about meditation, how to meditate what how to get grounded in the practice right and Mm -hmm. so we'll we'll start with a little bit of meditation and then the next part will be questions question and answers and it's basically how do you do a flow what is a flow how do you breathe what are some breathing techniques how do i hold this pose is this the right alignment do i need to stand like this or do i need to stand like so it'll be questions answers and demos so each each phase will have a demo and I'll do the demo or you can be my, my, my demo, but I just want people to understand, get a better understanding as opposed to starting in your, I'm going to take yoga and they're in a class like, what is going on? <laughs> right. uh, what is that? <laughs> yeah. What is that? You right. know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> vinyasa. What is a vinyasa? So these, I just mm-hmm. want to enlighten people with terminology, poses, and and how breathing techniques and, and what are key words or phrases that are said during a class. And then the last portion is going to be um, a, a, an hour flow. So you're going to do an hour of yoga. Mm-hmm. And it will be at a beginner's pace. Mm-hmm. And if we have to stop and readjust or get some more questions like, well, well how did you do that? Then that's fine. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, it's going to be a light refreshment, maybe something, a light refreshment. So, and that mm-hmm. way we can still mingle. And if people want to continue this path down, down yoga, we can establish a weekly, daily, monthly practice. And that way, because you don't want to just start something and be like, "Mm." so it's kind of like an introductory Mm -hmm. package. And then we can say, you know what, maybe we can meet once a week or maybe we can meet twice a week. Mm -hmm. And that way you can build on that, that platform. So you, wherever you go, wherever you decide to go, you'll have that foundation. You'll have that strong foundation of when you go in and they say meditate and you close your eyes, you know what you're meditating about. Or if they say set an intention, you know what that is. Or if they say chaturanga, you know, that's a plank low plank upward facing dog. So I just want people to be enlightened with yoga, the meditation, the just the whole vibe of it and see if they like it. And that way they can take it and run with it. Mm-hmm. So. I love that. I'm here for it. I told you I am here for it. And you're going to have to do a uh, uh, one thing we didn't mention is that you can do, um, it's not a, a revise or you can, you can revise it for people based on their needs because if anybody's oh, yeah. been listening to me, I, I, I had that right. Modified. Cause I had the ankle surgery so I may not be able to do some of the same poses, but then you can do modified poses as well. Exactly. Exactly. So that's, that's a good thing. And that's the whole part uh, about question and answer. That way you can say, well, what about if I have a lower back issue? How can I, how can I do some of these poses when I know I'm going to be compromising my, my lower back? We can discuss different options as opposed to, I, I can't help you. You got to figure that one out on your own. <laughs> You know what I mean? Girl, I love it. Because that's what some people would do. Be like, sorry. Wrong class. Let me find somebody else to help you. I love it. Okay. Sit there and listen. You know what I mean? (laughs) 
<laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. All right. So last, last but not least, so tell the ladies where they can reach you if they have more questions or want to participate in one of the classes or the workshops. So you can reach me at twoguyasin at gmail.com um, or you can reach me. I don't remember my phone number. Girl, don't worry about the phone number, but spell, <laughs> spell that guy is in, please. Okay. <laughs> so guy is in two, the number two, Gaia, G-A-I-A-Y-O-G-A at gmail.com. Oh, two guy is in yoga at yeah. gmail.com. And we have a special thing for the ladies in the Grown and Sexy group, Grown and Sexy Sisters group, because we're going to be partnering together. We're going to bring it to Baltimore. Because right now, Rachel's in the DMV area, but we're going to bring her back to her roots in Baltimore. <laughs> so we're going to have some of these classes, and we're going to work together with the ladies in the Grown and Sexy Sisters group. So if you're a part of that group, you'll be hearing more. I'll be giving you the information to let you know where Rachel is going to be so we can all meet up and we can go on this yoga journey together. Because, girl, we all need some zen. Yes, 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 we do. Girl, I'm here for it. And as a matter of fact, look, I'm going to make my little zen corner tonight. <laughs> my little prayer corner. I love it. Yes, you have to. It's a must. <laughs> it's a must. I need the zen and I need Jesus. But that's for another day. We'll talk about that another time, child. <laughs> girl anyway so listen i love you i love you so much i thank you so much for being a part of this and thank you for sharing your light and your joy and your purpose because i believe that you have been called to do this work and to bring a light to people and, and be an inspiration for us so i thank you so much for being a part of this and we'll speak soon namaste namaste all right talk to you later talk to you later bye Okay, ladies, you have just reached the end of another episode of Grown and Sexy Sisters Talk. This was real conversation for real women about real life. I really hope you enjoyed our talk and I have a little homework for you. First, I want you to go to my website, www.grownandsexysister.com to sign up for my newsletter. On there, you can also read my blog, find valuable free resources, schedule a coaching session, or just check out some upcoming events. Second, I want you to subscribe to my podcast. You can do it on iTunes or Google Play. You don't want to miss out on one single episode, so that's going to be really important. And third, check me out on YouTube. You can type in Grown and Sexy Sister with an A-H in the search bar and make sure to subscribe there as well. I want you to be able to see the amazing video recordings of these podcasts there. So much love, be blessed, stay grown and sexy sisters, and we'll speak soon.